You're tuned in to The Todd Coconado Show, otherwise known as The Remnant, one of the most listened to podcasts in the Christian community. You can visit our website, toddcoconado.com, and now broadcasting live around the world from Music City, USA, Nashville, Tennessee, here's the host of the show, Pastor Todd Coconado. Welcome to The Remnant, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's broadcast. It is a big week. It's a big week. Uh, you know, it's a it's an important time in our country, in our world, as we build up. Can you believe pretty soon they're going to start another election cycle? Can you imagine? It seems like we're in perpetual election cycles, but I guarantee you, you're already going to start hearing it. You're hearing it now on the uh, on the network news, and you know they're they're building up who they want in there. You're you're already seeing them talking about who they're going to attack, uh, which of course is Trump. Uh, we saw the most insane attacks throughout the presidency of President Donald Trump, uh, 45th president of the United States. He was attacked like every day. Uh, Fridays, there was always a big hit piece. And we as, um, you know, rational, open uh, eyes individuals, you know, that are sober minded and know what's going on. Uh, we just realized how fake the mainstream corporate media is. And I think a lot of people, I was just having dinner with some the other day that said, look, I wasn't even involved politically until 2016. And when I saw the way they were coming against this man that was trying to save our country, uh, I got involved. And um, a lot of housewives, you know, a lot of people that normally wouldn't be, you know, they'd normally be uh, going to their kids' practices. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm talking about the soccer dads and moms and uh, hardworking Americans and people that are family folks and good folks, good folks. You know, career moms, career dads, you know, that just were busy, uh, you know, trying to pay the bills, trying to, you know, deal with the uh, the higher prices and, and, and everything just in life that's very complicated these days. The curriculums for their kids and, uh, you know, helping them in their schoolwork. And, you know, I can just go on and on. So for many years, many people were just trying to, you know, have a that American dream life and, and serve the Lord and have a home and put food on the table and. Just that, you know, alone is enough for a lot of people because it's a lot of work. And we don't diminish or negate any of that. I know firsthand. Yes, I work constantly. Um, I don't really get much break. Um, I, you know, I would love to have some rest. I'd love to have some vacation sometimes. But right now, it's just not able to happen because there's just too much going on. I know many of you understand what I'm saying. And so, yeah, we're in a pivotal time. And the devil is coming against believers I believe there's a rise in what I call the spirit of Antichrist. It's it's pervasive in this hour. We're seeing persecution uptick. Even in the Western countries, we see some very concerning things ahead, like digital currencies that are going to be rolling out. I think it's 112 countries now are saying they're going to be rolling out a digital currency. Uh, we see the BRICS forming, you know, more and more countries uh, fleeing the dollar. Um, even China brokering, uh, you know, they, they, they appear as the peacemaker, on the, on the world stage, you know, there's two things that keep American uh, hegemony on the U.S. dollar with regard to the global reserve. Uh, one of them is our military and our might and, and the fact that, you know, uh, we pretty much were for many years the lone superpower in the world. And we were supposed to be pushing for peace and uh, democracy, uh, other countries to have freedoms. And these were the values that America once stood for, freedom of religion, you know, uh, inalienable rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. All these things are now being eroded. They're being diminished. They're being canceled. 
And uh, as I mentioned, those hardworking Americans, you, the folks, which I see all over the country, and we, we all are agree- in agreement about these things. I mean, it's, it's every time I sit at a, a table and break bread with different patriots and people, and, you know, just the folks, the good folks, you, around the country, these are the issues, the things that you're saying are the challenges. Um, so we got to fix it. And the question is, how are we going to fix it? Um, and, and, and then there's the people that I, I really uh, hate to say this, but there's people that have made a business out of dangling red meat to the Patriot community, to the, to the folks. And unfortunately, many, I mean, you know, amazing grandmas and, uh, you know, like I said, uh, people that are stay-at-home moms or, uh, you know, different guys that just, you know, love to listen to, um, you know, stay-at-home dads. I mean, you know, people that listen to podcasts on their, on their way to work. I mean, you. You know, all of you, and I'm not diminishing any of you as far as what you do. Look, every first of all, if I don't say this enough, I just want to say the most important job in our society, the most, is to be a parent. The most important job in our society is a mom. I honor women. I love the fact that my mom was someone who was very present in my life, uh, the best mom you could ever ask for. And so... I just want you to know, because I know the left tries to say that we are against women's rights. That is nonsense. That is ridiculous. And if they were so for women's rights, why are they putting men who are pretending to be women in women's sports? And why are they diminishing all the, all the years that women fought to have their own sports and to be able to compete at the professional level? And I can go on and on. I mean, they say they're for African-Americans, but yet... Uh, they're trying to take away the guns. Well, do you know how long African-Americans fought to bear arms to actually have the rights and freedoms that we hold here in America as the Second Amendment, you know, the right to bear arms, and yet they want to take away those rights. And so I understand the frustration. It's, it's, it's bad. The times are bad. And then you have people that are opportunists that are using this time where people are very disturbed and um, alarmed at what's going on and and they use a form of truth but then they say well here is the answer though follow me and give me a donation now look there's good people there's there's the wheat and the tares that are growing up next to each other there are good amazing people that are out there i can think of many right now that are doing a great work for our country and those people deserve our support but then there's others that are very very shamefully uh, using the key words, appearing as patriots, appearing as people that are fighting for our country, but truthfully, they're living high on the hog and they're saying things that tickle ears. And why is it that when a preacher tickles ears, people can see that and call it out? You know, I can think of a few big names that often get called out for that. But when it comes to some of these other, you know, prophets or, uh, you know, I'm talking P-R-O, F-I-T-E-S, prophets. Um, and I'm not against prophecy. There are some legit, listen, I have legit friends that are prophets that operate in the prophetic. I operate in the prophetic. So if I was really against prophecy, I'd be against myself. But I do know there's charlatans, and we've talked about this uh, in depth in the past, in the movement that still continue to do this. And uh, eventually it's going to come to roost. And I think that time is coming sooner than later. So today we're going to talk about a sound mind. What does the Bible mean when it refers to a sound mind? You know, we encounter the expression sound mind in 2 Timothy 1.7. 
And for God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And the original Greek word translated sound mind here is, it's kind of hard for me to pronounce. I think it's sophronomis, sophronomis. And it appears in the Bible only this one time. Isn't that interesting? So it's just in that 2 Timothy 1.7 scripture that it appears. God's not given us the spirit of fear. Isn't that what they want us to walk in, to operate in during the COVID era? Isn't this what was being broadcast on all the mainstream corporate media over and over again so people would fear? And, and a lot of people did. And listen, if you did, I'm not against you. I'm not condemning you. But we have to recognize the devices of the enemy. And a big one in this hour is if this cabal, this, this evil demonic plan that's, that's in motion right now to, to basically capture us, to, to put us into a, a, a prison planet type scenario where everything is monitored and watched and censored. And if you get out of line, citizen, you, you're just like on Facebook jail, you could be put into uh, you know, your bank, like, uh, you know, not allowed to withdraw funds for 30 days because of what you said. Oh, you think that's not going to happen? Well, yeah, of course. Even Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida mentioned, you might not like him, you might like him, I don't know, but here's the thing, he did mention this. He, he said, we're not going to have this in Florida. Now, let's see if he follows through with that. But the deal is, is that he was saying in his speech where he addressed this, he said, you know, if they don't like what you say, they can shut you down. They can, they can limit your, you know, if you have a couple of weapons, you know, you're a Second Amendment person and you wanted to go buy a new one, they could say, I'm sorry, your funds are not available for that. They could limit your purchases of fuel. Hey, you've driven too much this month. You're not allowed to go on that trip. You can't purchase fuel with your electric currency, you know, with your digital currency. This is the type of dystopian future. And of course, we know that the scripture talks about this where it says you won't be able to buy and sell. Now, this is not to put fear on you, but we need to have a sound mind. And so this is going to be uh, an essential thing for us to move forward, that we understand the attack on our mind, the devil's vices, what he's trying to accomplish. He wants us to be uh, defeated. He wants us to feel defeated, to feel overwhelmed. And that's why so many believers are actually feeling this way right now. So uh, this is an important subject. Because we've, we've got to understand the plan. You know, capture our minds. You know, when they, when they go into a country and they want to take over a country, what's, what is the most important thing? To win the hearts and minds of the people. So listen, PastorTodd.org, PastorTodd.org. We're going to talk about a sound mind, and we'll be right back. This is a phrase, make a dead man walk again. All right, welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show. So thankful that you're tuned in today. Hope everything is good in your orbit, you know, as far as your family and your job and your friends. And, you know, we, we can still be very positive. This is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. We always talk about in it, but not of it. We're citizens of heaven. We're not citizens of this world. And therefore, we can still walk in abundance and in favor and in freedom. In Christ, who the sun sets free is free indeed. So uh, when I talk about certain issues like I'm doing today, by no means am I doom and gloom about the state of our future because we know the word of God says that his plans for us, he knows the plans for us, the plans for hope and a future. You know, they're yes and amen. They're, they're, they're good. He's got a good plan for you as you walk in 
the will of Christ as you as you walk as a believer in Jesus. But we don't want to put uh, vain imaginations on a pedestal. We don't want to put false things, you know, make those idols, in other words, which a lot of people are doing. And that's why we're talking about this today, a sound mind. We've got to have a sound mind. You know, in, in other Bible translations, the word that I mentioned, that sophronomis, is rendered self-control, uh, self-discipline, discipline, good judgment, sound judgment. And these various interpretations seem to convey different messages. So I think that's important we talk about this. What actually does Sophomachus, <laughs> Sophromadus, I don't know, I'm totally botching it. Uh, what does it mean in the Greek? What does that actually mean? And what is Paul referring to when he tells Timothy that God has given us a spirit of a sound mind? What is that? What is a spirit of a sound mind? Why is this so important? I mean, as I go around the nation, I, I talk to people who tell me their son is on meth. Their, you know, their daughter is taking ketamine. Uh, you know, mollies. I mean, there's all different types of things out there now. Uh, the stuff that, you know, China is uh, trying to get Americans all addicted so that we're weak and we're, you know, they, they're using algorithms on TikTok. You know, it's totally different. I don't know if you know this, that the, what they're sending to their own people in China versus what they're uh, using algorithms to basically comatose Americans. I mean, this is a takedown, friends. And they don't want people to know this. But China is posturing itself right now to take down the United States of America as a global superpower. I want you to know that. And I know many of you understand that. Very few people talk about it, though. And uh, those that do are often censored or told that they're crazy. You know, the, the, the left wants us to believe that Russia is the problem. So, you know, anyways, we got to have a sound mind. And it's not just global geopolitics that I'm talking about. It's also in our own life. You know, how do we not get deceived a lot of people are following people that are just it's like a medium or you know a, a psychic and and that's where they're getting their truth from instead of going to the word of god and like as i as i've been saying and kind of sounding the alarm on this you know we got to make the main thing the main thing again it's fine to hear a prophetic word once in a while it's fine to to listen to some of these people that you know, you're led to listen to, I mean, gosh, I'm thankful for the listeners of this show. I'm not saying don't listen to podcasts, don't listen to radio shows, but, but we also have to make sure we get into the word that we have a prayer life, that we have communication, we have a relationship with the living God. And I think a lot of this stuff is designed as an assignment of hell to get us to be away from doing what we're meant to do as believers, because faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of God. So, you know, Paul, he's writing to Timothy from prison, knowing the time of his execution is drawing near. And, and Paul pens Timothy, writes Timothy, this profoundly intimate letter filled with love, but also concern. Can you relate to this? And encouragement. So he, he's trying his best to walk this out as a believer, but he's got some serious concerns. And it, it, I relate to this right now. Because I still want to be known for my love. I want to, you know, I want to exude the love, the agape, the love of Christ. I want to exude the fruit of the Spirit, which we've recently talked about. But, you know, here's the thing, though. I mean, you, you got to tell the truth. I mean, the truth in love, right? You got to tell the truth. And, and what was Paul referring to when he tells Timothy that God's given us the spirit of a sound mind? I want to know. You know, and so... 
Timothy would, um, would need courage and determination to carry out an enormous responsibility of, of his calling. Some of you have a, a big calling. There's an enormous weight. And sometimes it feels heavy for you to carry this. And that's why I say we can't take ourselves too seriously. We, we've got to be present in the moment and also enjoy our life now. We can't just be all about saving the country, even though it's extremely important. And, and I'm not just talking about the country. I'm talking about standing for biblical Christianity in an hour where there's total deception, lies. They call good evil. They call evil good. I mean, I was talking to a church uh, the other day, and you know, I was saying how ridiculous it is some of the arguments of this hour. If you think about a boy can be a girl, girl can be a boy, and they'll censor you. You're, you're purveying hate speech if you even say that that's, that's insane. If you say that's insane, they'll tell you, oh, you know, they'll shut you down. That's what they're going to want to do. So it's going to be, we're going to have to really learn how to take this type of stand. And uh, this is why this is, I say, this is an hour of the warrior class. I mean, God is raising up a warrior class for this time. These are people that are bold, that are willing to stand, that are not going to back down, that are not going to cave. And you're going to deal with this pressure on your mind because there is an all-out psychological warfare operation, but I also know it's a spiritual thing where they're going after minds. And that's why I'm talking about minds. You know, uh, Paul is writing Timothy in this letter from prison, by the way. So you can imagine where his mind was at. He was literally sitting in prison. And he's knowing this, you know, this execution's coming, like I was saying. And he's, he's writing with the love and the concern and the encouragement. And Timothy would need this courage to, to, to carry out the enormous responsibility, as I was saying, uh, of his calling to lead the church in spreading the gospel. And in, in, in preceding this verse, uh, this verse, Paul reminds Timothy of the indwelling gift of the Holy Spirit and encourages him to fan that gift into flames. That's actually 2 Timothy 1.6. He's actually encouraging him in this very disparaging, very difficult time. You know, look, he's sitting in prison, but he's, he's got a heart for Timothy because he knows that Timothy has this huge responsibility that he's going to have to stand for truth and, and, and you know, to lead the church in this hour when there was so much going on. And so I think many of us, we can relate to this. And Paul knows that Timothy will need to counter his natural tendency toward quiet timidity. You know, Timothy was timid. And he needed to remember that the Spirit of God lives in him. See, this is the power. This is the power. This is where we get the power. We get the discernment. We get the wisdom. We get the conviction of sin. So we become good repenters. It's through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. I think a lot of people that are in Christ don't understand how to utilize the Spirit of the living God. And that's by saying, help, by going to the Spirit of the Lord and saying, you know my situation. I need a divine now strategy. I need something right now, Lord, that is going to give me the guidance, the wisdom from your Holy Spirit to show me what it is I need to do. And I tell people, if you don't want to complicate it, you know, don't even look at like the long term. Just say, Lord, what do you have for me today? What can I do today to be about your business? What can I do today to make a difference in my country, in my city, in my family, in my church? 
How can I be different, you know? So listen, we'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show, PastorTodd.org. We'll be right back. Oh, I love this song. Welcome to the longer segment. This is a 14-minute segment of the Todd Coconato Show, and we're going to really dig into this now, the sound mind sound mind you need it i need it we need it we need a sound mind if we're going to fight this battle because that the attack is on the mind if you're single you're probably being attacked in the mind if you're married you're being attacked in the mind if you're having financial challenges you're being attacked in the mind if you have family members that are sick or ill you're being attacked in the mind i i'm almost guaranteeing it because it's, it's pervasive in this hour because this is the strategy of the enemy to attack our mind, to torment us. That's like the number one thing the enemy does for believers is to torment them. So I often say you're in your head. There's something in your, you're in your head. There's something going on in your head. You know, we got we to break that in Jesus' name. Break it. And the only way to do that is to acknowledge there's an issue. There's a problem. There's something going on. And uh, God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's not given us a spirit of discouragement, of, of, of depression. He's given us a sound mind. So uh, let's go back to the story with Timothy, okay? So Timothy, he's filled with God's spirit of love. The defining characteristic. Listen, that spirit is going to empower Timothy with boldness rather than fear. And with love and that sound mind, okay? He knows the Spirit of God is within him. He's being reminded by Paul, who, by the way, is in prison. And we know Paul is also under attack. But Paul has mustered up the understanding and, and that tenacity and the stick to to know, look, I know I'm being persecuted for the case of Christ. I know because of my faith in Jesus Christ, that's why I'm under attack. So I'm going to stand. I'm not going to bow down. I'm not going to cave. I'm not going to capitulate. I am going to stand. This is very important for us to believe and know who we are in Christ because as the times get crazier and the situations get crazier, we are going to stand. So he's filled with the spirit of God. It's a spirit of love. It, it, that's the defining characteristic of Christians. The defining characteristic, sound mind and love. You know, and, and we, we walk in boldness rather than fear. And with, and with love and that sound mind and the defining characteristic, love, will be capable of loving God and loving others. And Timothy will possess God's spirit of a sound mind. That's what he determines. He decides, yes, I'm going to do that. And the influence of the spirit of God is required to produce a genuine sound mind. You know, the sound mind Paul speaks of is a mind under the control. Oh, listen to this under the control of God's Holy Spirit. In the sense of self-discipline, you know, that, that Greek word I was talking about, it denotes a careful, rational, sensible thinking. Careful, slow to speak, careful. You know, life and death are in the power of the tongue. We're gonna talk about that soon again. Rational. In other words, you're not buying into vain imaginations. You're not buying into the, the clickbait, the you know, the prophets, like P-R-O-F-I-T-S, prophets, those that are profiting on 
the situation that we're in. There, the, if it was truly about the country, it was truly about the church, if it was truly about the body, they'd be doing the business of the kingdom, not saying a bunch of stuff that's not true. And I'm not just talking about people in prophetic. I'm saying anybody that's a speaker, anybody out there, and I'm going to read in a minute my heart on this, that is, is either knowingly or foolishly, in other words, they're not, they're not inquiring of the Spirit and they don't walk in discernment. They're either foolishly doing it or they're knowingly doing it. But either way, it's wrong. The influence of the Spirit of God is required to produce a sound mind. You know, and, and, and it is under the control of God's Holy Spirit. I want you to write that down if you're taking notes today. It's under the control of God's Holy Spirit in, in the sense of self, self-discipline. It's rational, careful, sensible thinking. Having a sound mind requires a thought process based on the wisdom and the clarity that God imparts rather than being manipulated. That's a mic drop. I'm going to say it again. Having a sound mind requires a thought process based on wisdom and clarity that God imparts rather than being manipulated. Wow. Is that a game changer for so many people? Yeah. You better believe it. You better believe it. If you can walk in that, it's a game changer. So, you know, today, as in Timothy's day, fear is a driving force. Manipulation is a driving force. Deception is a driving force. You know, these things are inspiring the news headlines. They're motivating advertising campaigns. And, and they're stirring up social media frenzies, by the way. Not everything that's out there. See, what I believe is that there is some really egregious things that are happening. And we need to look into those things and we need to fight those things. But I believe those, the powers that be, the, the Wizard of Oz, the Cabal, whatever you want to call these people behind the scenes, I think that they also put fake stuff in there and they mix it in so that we can then maybe pick that up and then they can discredit us and make us look stupid. So we've got to have discernment. Then there's the charlatans. Then there's the, the tears that are in there. And they look at it as a money-making opportunity or an opportunity for them to gain a platform. It's about them. It's about their kingdom. Those people are not for your best interest. They're mixed in there. That's why we've got to have discernment discernment is like one of the most important things that we need in this hour. If we can learn discernment, how do you get discernment? Well, you got to know the word of God and you got to have a prayer life. And, and this is, this is to set you up for success. Look, ultimately I'm going to get off the broadcast today and you know, I'm responsible for my life, my family, what's going on in our orbit, right? In our, in our sphere of influence, in my life as a believer in Christ, as a father, as a dad, as a husband, you know, but you, I mean, look, this isn't to be hard on you. This is just trying to set everybody up for success because this isn't even me. This is the word of God. The word of God is teaching us this. And, it, and it's showing us this is what's going on in our world right now. This is, this is it. If we can get this, you know, we're going to be set up for success. Fear is one of Satan's favorite devices to confuse our minds, to cause irrational thoughts, misunderstandings to derail us from the will of God. And for this reason, the word of God encourages us to cultivate a healthy, renewed mind that can process right thinking based on what? God's truth, the truth. It's not his truth or her truth. It's the truth, truth. There's just one thing, it's truth. It's not, they're trying to say, well, that's her truth. That's his truth. No, 
I understand like the concept of it. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, if you have a, a particular um, situation that you walk through and that's the reality in your life, that's your truth. Okay, get that. But what I'm saying is when it comes down to is there a boy and a girl or can a boy be a girl or this or that or all these different wackadoo, just nutty things that are being pushed out, the demonic to the core that are being pushed on us, those things, it's, that's not true. There's no truth in that. It's, it's false. It's false, but yet they're trying to say it's true. The word of God is true. And for this reason, you know, it, it, it cultivates a healthy, renewed mind that can process, that can discern the truth. And it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. Come out from among them, but be transformed. What? By the renewing of your mind every day. Die to your flesh. Don't give in to the vain imaginations. Don't give in to the manipulation, the, the, the distraction, the disinformation, the propaganda, the fake news. Don't conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve God's will, his good and pleasing, perfect will. Romans 12, 2. Romans 12, 2. A sound mind is stable. It's healthy. It's a healthy mind. It's going to help you be in healthy relationships. You're going to have a good standing in your, in your career, in your job, in everything that you touch because you're not all whacked out. That, you know, drugs, what do drugs do? They, they mess up your mind. If you're on drugs, if you're on alcohol, you're not sober-minded. You're, you're opening a door in your life, in your situation. I used to say, and I really believe this, that, you know, honestly, the dumbest things I've done in my life when I was, you know, the, my BC days, my before Christ days, was when I was drunk or I drank and I made stupid decisions. Why? Because my, my, my ability to make decisions was impaired and I did irrational things. Now, in Christ... The enemy tries to come after our mind so that he can get us to feel overwhelmed and stressed and fearful. And then what, do, what does that do? That makes us uh, be, you know, spontaneously just to do something stupid because we're not thinking it through. We're, 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 we're weary. We're beat down. Don't make a decision when you're hungry, when you're tired, when you're weary because you're going to make a dumb decision most likely because you're not in your sound, stable mind mentality at that moment. So it's, it's a healthy mind, and it's, it's linked to our attitude and our outlook as believers. A sober mind is not overly concerned with the cares and problems of this life, but is set on God and his kingdom. Well, why, Todd? Because God says, do not focus on those things. Focus on what's pure, what's holy. That doesn't mean that we're not watchmen. It doesn't mean that we're not well-read or we don't know what's going on. No, those you need to be. I think we should be. But we're also, we're not concerned though. We're not overly concerned where, where it, it becomes an idol for us and we're so, you know, just overwhelmed. That's what he wants. We're alert and sober, focused on the eternal hope we have in Jesus Christ. Sound mind recognizes who we are in Christ and does not depend, get this, on human wisdom and strength. I'm gonna read that again. A sound mind recognizes who we are in Christ and does not depend on human wisdom and strength. Where, who is our source? Christ, his spirit. Who is our source? The word of God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Jesus is the word. The word is living. That's our focus. 
Sound mind recognizes who we are in Christ and does not depend on human wisdom or strength. Now, does that mean we don't go to elders and mentors and get some discipleship? No, because the Bible says make disciples. Obviously, the Lord believes in discipleship. But he's saying here, though, with that regard, make sure that it's sound doctrine. It's, it's, it's in accordance to the scripture. You're not running to man. You're, you're, you're just, you know, you're, you're basically, um, you know, you're in alignment with the word of God. It's a confirmation, in other words. And by the way, a sound mind is guarded through prayer and purity. It says, do not be anxious for anything. But in every situation, some situations, no, every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving in our hearts, present your requests to God. Let him know. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Now listen to this. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, truth, 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 whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Philippians 4, 6 through 8. A sound mind stabilizes our entire world, our innermost being. We're we're at peace. That's how you find the peace that passes understanding. We're at peace. It's a sound, stable mind. When Paul says that he's, you know, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and a sound mind or self-control, discipline, sound judgment, he doesn't mean we'll be able to train harder, eat better, or study more. What Paul's recognizing is that God's spirit in us gives us the strength for right living, moral judgment, obedience, and from the inside out, the Holy Spirit reshapes and transforms not just how we think, but who we are. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll be right back. This is the Todd Coconato Show. Stay tuned. We're going to conclude this. Stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Todd Coconato Show. This is the final segment of the show. We've got about 10 minutes or so here, and I want to just kind of bring this all to a close here because this is going to be one of the most important things that you as a believer are going to need to master in these next few seasons in this next you know year now moving forward we've got to understand the importance of sobriety and of a sound mind because if we don't we're going to we're going to get totally confused we're going to get you know overwhelmed we're going we're gonna to fall victim to the devices of the enemy in this hour that wants us to be confused, depressed, you know, able to do nothing because we're so distracted and overwhelmed. But if we understand that our strength comes from the Holy Spirit and that God speaks on this, there's a reason why the, the word speaks about this because God knew that there is going to be problems, things that are, that are assignments against you to mess up your mind, your thinking, your faith. Think about faith for a minute. You know, I just preached about faith over the weekend. Think about how important it is. It says literally in the scripture, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Think about that word, impossible. So we, he's like saying, look, if you don't have faith, that, that's it, it's, a, it's done. 
that that's the the final straw like if you don't have faith that you know i'm gonna spit you out you're lukewarm you know if you if you don't have faith that's that's like where i draw the line it's a non-negotiable you have to have faith but with faith of a mustard seed he's not even saying you got to have a lot but the faith of a mustard seed is enough to move the mountain. I was just talking about the, the woman with the issue of blood that touched the hem of his garment. She wasn't even looking for audience of Christ. You know, she wasn't looking for him to hear all her problems. She wasn't trying to get his attention. Listen to my problem. I need you. You know, I have a lot of people come up to me all the time when I'm out and, and they'll say, you know, can I talk to you for a few minutes? And I'm fine with that if, if I'm able. But the thing is, is what I'm trying to say is that she didn't even need that. She just said, look, I trust you that you are who you say you are. I have the faith that if I just touch the hem of your garment, I'm going to be healed. And certainly it happened because it was that faith that she had. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So look, let's just talk about the elephant in the room right now, okay? Because I know there's a lot of patriots that listen to the show, you know, and you're worried about our country, and, and rightfully so. It's high time we get involved. If not now, then when? If not us, then who? If not here, then where? It's a now thing. The elephant's in the room. I love America. I stand by the Constitution. I like the Constitution. It's a great document, one of the best man-made documents you can think of. I believe this country is worth praying for. I believe it's worth fighting for. That's why I do what I do. I pray for President Trump. Now, listen, if he didn't become the nominee, I think he will. But if there was something that happened and maybe he didn't and maybe it was somebody else, Hopefully, it would be somebody worthy that we could stand with, that's willing to fight. I have to say, Trump is a rare breed. You know that. I haven't seen too many people take the, the level of attack that this man has taken. But, you know, let, let's, let's see what happens, right? God is in the, in, the, in, the, in the business of hearing our prayers. He says that the faithful, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Many of you are praying. I'm praying. I think we need to fast. But I'm concerned about some of the people in the movement who say things are simply, you know, they're saying things that are not true. And that are not going to happen. And I think it's damaging and it's leading people astray. I also think it's red meat for those who seek to diminish the good folks who support President Trump and his agenda. Look, I know people want to hear positive things. I do. But not when they're untrue. Not when they're not going to happen. Okay? What good does that do any of us? It doesn't do us any good. So the first step towards fixing any problem is to recognize we have a problem. It's going to take hard work, friends. Lots of prayer, fasting, you know, doing our part, going to the community meetings, getting involved, becoming precinct workers. You know, everybody has a little bit different calling in that area, but we've got to get off the couch and do something. We can't be the silent majority. A big part of it, especially for this group, is to pray and, and to be the church, to be active, to be the change. We've got to be activated. Faith without works is dead. You know, not listening to people who are constantly tickling ears and saying false things. What good does that do any of us other than making us feel good for a moment? It's like a, it's like a crack fix. It, it's, it's a cancer in the body. I hate to say it. It's a cancer in our country. It's a cancer in this movement. And so we got to stop listening to these people. How many times? Let me just ask you this question. How many times does one have to get it wrong for people to say, maybe... Just maybe I shouldn't listen to this person or these people. Is it five times? Is it 10 times? Is it 20 times? How come whenever they get it wrong, they just move on, they don't say anything? Because they don't want to face it. How, how, how humble is it of somebody to say, you know what? 
I missed this. I got it wrong. But, you know, my heart was in the right place. I just, I just misread something. I just misunderstood. You know, I, I said something that wasn't true. Let's move forward. Though. I'm going to be more careful. I respect that. That's fine. Everybody gets it wrong. Sometimes I'm not like some vicious person that doesn't have any mercy. We got to have mercy. But see, these people, they just keep going 20 times, 30 times. They just say things and then they don't happen and they just they don't say anything about it. We have to face the reality. We, we can't live in la-la land, friends. We're in a battle. The battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. We have to truly ask God for wisdom and a strategy from heaven to be a people of action. Set apart. We need discernment. For Christians, we know repentance is always the main ingredient. And it's much, much needed. Where do we know this from? Why well, call it the recipe for revival? Second Chronicles 7.14. If it's an elephant in the room that people are afraid to address, and I don't know why, we've got to address it. Yet, it's going to be a bigger problem later if we don't address it now. So I'm not against any person as an individual. I'm not trying to wish a bad thing on anybody. That's not the mission. That's not what I'm here for. It's simply the false statements because they cause a lot of confusion and a lot of damage. And you better believe it that our enemies are going to use this against us. They're going to use it against us. So right now is the time. If we, if we heed this warning today, I believe the Lord put this on my heart. And we have a sound mind. We look at this with sober, sound mind, watchful, understanding and discerning the times, that Issachar anointing. And we say to ourselves, this is the situation. This is the reality. But guess what? We actually have the tools that we need to beat this. We are actually coming from a position of strength. We're coming from a position of wisdom. We're, we have the, the document. We have the Bible. You know, the basic instructions before leaving earth that gives us everything we need to know. Where we find the peace, where we find the rest, where we find the hope, all of it. All of it. Hallelujah. And so here's what I want to pray today. If you're listening, I'm going to pray for you and for me and for everybody on here. And I'm going to pray that we walk in discernment. I'm going to pray that we make the main thing the main thing. I'm going to pray that we find the heart of God. I'm going to pray that we, we do what's right before him, that we have the conviction of sin, that we're not charlatans, that we're not people that are taking advantage of the good folks or fleecing the saints. But instead, we do what's right before him because not because we want a pat on the back, not because we want the approval of man. Listen, when you get that, that's your reward. That's what the Bible says. But what you do in secret, what you do when no one knows, no one's even looking, God sees that. Your reward. People wonder where you get the favor. How do you have the favor, Pastor? Well, I'm not even going to say because I just said. And you can just understand from what I just said. That's where favor comes from. That's where the anointing comes from. God sees and knows all. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you for everybody listening to today's broadcast. And I believe your spirit is moving. And I believe some people, something happened today. And listen, on my best day of speaking, I can't make anything happen. What happened was your spirit touched them. And they realized that they have to have an active prayer life. They got to get in your word because faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word according to your scripture. And Lord, that we want to be set up for success in the long term, even when it's not popular, you know, because standing for truth is the main thing. We've got to stand for the truth. We've got to, we've got to make disciples of the nations. We've got to be bold. That's what Paul was saying in that scripture, Lord, to Timothy. We've got to be bold. We've got to stand for truth and righteousness. So I just pray for this person right now. 
that you would give them discernment, you give them stick to itiveness, you give them tenacity, boldness, discernment. And Lord God, you'd guide their path, you'd order their steps. Even when they're under attack, they would find their strength and rest and peace in you. And in this, Lord God, I believe they're going to have a great victory as they stand for truth because you're going to bless them. And you say in your word that the plans you have for us are hope and a future and the promise is yes and amen. And so we thank you ahead of time for what you're going to do. And we say yes, Lord, to the call. We, we're going to stand with you, Lord. We're going to walk it out. And then you're going to say someday, well done, good and faithful servant. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, listen, I hope you got something from today. I really do, because I feel like the Lord is moving right now. God is good. He's faithful. He loves us. He loves you. If you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. If you say, Pastor, I'm not sure if I were to die, if I were to get killed, if Jesus were to come, I'm not sure I'm on my way to heaven. Just say it right now. Lord, I accept you into my heart. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Today is a new day. All right, we love you. PastorTodd.org. We'll be back soon. God bless. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen, if you're hearing me right now, that's because you're listening to the podcast version of today's broadcast. So I just want to thank you for tuning in. Uh, we're opening the Ram Revival Center on Friday, May 5th here in Nashville, Tennessee. Please help support our efforts at the ministry and all the different things we do in the radio and everything else uh, by going to toddcoconato.com slash give. And please pray about becoming a monthly partner. toddcoconato.com slash give. We need your help. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you.